Welcome to Flow Working, the entrepreneur's podcast, helping entrepreneurs tackle real-world problems in their businesses with tips, tricks, and advice from other solopreneurs. In this episode, I chat with website design expert Sabine Georges about how upgrading your visuals can really impact how you're selling to your audience. All right, welcome back from break. I hope you had a nice work time. And now we are here to hear from Sabine Georges. How are you today, Sabine? I'm good, Megan. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today to bring us a bit of wisdom all about our digital strategies. Because I know it's something we as business owners struggle with a lot, and it's super important in today's world. We can, and it absolutely is. Yeah. So I thought today, I know in the past we've talked a bit about getting our SEO and our website but I know one of your specialties and one of your loves is branding and bringing the digital um, strategy, the graphics to the digital strategy side of it. So Absolutely. I thought we might talk a little bit today about, you know, what needs to be as part of my branding kit and what do I need to pay attention to, you know, when creating graphics and making sure I'm staying brand specific. I love that idea. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, we all talk about kind of how we're going to go to market and certainly there is some level of content that goes there. You know, what products am I going to offer and things like that. But then also, how am I going to visually represent my company and myself? And so typically, you know, people think, well, oh, I need a logo. Okay, well, certainly a logo is a good starting point to start fleshing out some of those ideas. But really, there are a couple of concepts around branding that you need to think about, right? You need to think about for my company, I'm going to have a number of pieces of collateral. I'm going to have a business card. It's going to be small. It's going to be two and a half by three inches, right? I'm going to have maybe a storefront window that I'm going to want to put my logo on and I'm going to want that logo to be six foot wide or I'm going to be printing it on the side of a car or a truck, right? Which means that it needs to be scalable from a business card all the way up to that big. And so stuff like that you need to think about. You need to really think about what colors do I want to use, right? You need a color palette for your business, um, you know, probably three to five colors most. Um, and, you know, your, the two additional colors you're probably going to use is just occasional accents on things like a website, right? But in a logo, you really want to have kind of consistent color, a color scheme, and you carry those colors all the way through everything that you do. So those colors will be in the logo. They'll be on the things that you, the graphic or the images that you use from your business card to your storefront window, to your vehicle wrap, you know, to your stationery or your packaging. Um, for your product. All of those colors carry on through. And so you need to think about how will those work printed under a various number of circumstances or displayed electronically under a various number of circumstances, right? On a website or on a video or whatever it is that you're doing, right? Um, you know, five years from now, you end up being a giant corporation and, you know, you're, you're, you're splashing your logo and your information on a, on a 16 by 20 you know, screen behind you as you stand there on the stage, um, all those initial decisions that you're making right now, perhaps in a home-based business, they need to be right and they need to be considered. What fonts are you going to use for your business, right? Fonts are huge. They're very, very important. And again, how will they be read on something as small as a business card or something as large as a billboard? And so you need to think about that and they need to be used consistently throughout all of your marketing materials. 
right? And so um, when you actually design your website, you're going to have your logo. That font is going to appear, hopefully, or font uh, if there's if there's more than one, maybe two, um, you know, they're going to appear in your logo. And then if you go radically wildly off with completely different fonts that don't match your logo, you're creating a visual disconnect, right? And that's not what we want to do. The visual goal of creating your branding is to lead the eye. You want to direct the eye, no matter what it is you're designing with your logo, with your products, everything else leads the eye. Where do I want the user to look or how do I want their eye to flow over this image? And so those are kind of some of the biggest concerns. And typically when I do you know, a branding package for a client, um, I will actually do a, a branding board, right? Where we're actually saying, hey, here are here is a color palette that I recommend for you. And we show all of the colors and we give them all of the, the codes, right? For what the colors would be. Here are the two or three fonts that I'm suggesting. Here's what I would suggest that you use primarily as a title font, right? So in, on your website or any place where you need to use a title, um, you know, this is the font that I would recommend that you use. It goes with this and the logo, et cetera, et cetera. Here's the font that I would recommend that you use for your text or, you know, for whatever else that you've got going on. And so a couple of color choices, some font choices, um, you know, you're going to have those things. And then also, you know, how does the logo layout? What's the orientation of the logo? Is it horizontal? Is it portrait? And then someone who's doing a good branding package needs to talk to you about those things, right? It's like, oh, what do you, what do you envision for your bakery? Right. I, I just recently designed a logo for for a bakery, um, you know, small, small entity. But, you know, that logo that I designed is now three and a half foot by two and a half foot in the window of their shop. Right. And so, you know, we designed for them a full color logo, but then we also designed a little black and white sticker. It was a lot more simplified so that when they wrap something in paper, they pop one of those stickers on there. It has their logo, it has their basic information, it's got their website, etc. So that, you know, it's that little bit of branding that they have and it's in black and white, right? So it's something that they can print thousands and thousands of and not have to worry about it, right? And so that is another question. How is that logo and the things that you design, how are they going to look in black and white if you ever have to do that? Because occasionally, it's less now, but occasionally we still do need to do things in black and white. So I think that those are the things that I would look for in a branding package. You know, you should be looking for someone that's going to give you that entire process, that entire look for your company and say, hey, you know, here's the colors that I recommend. Here's the fonts that I recommend, you know, and then, you know, how is that logo going to look at various sizes, et cetera? Yeah, I love that you'd mentioned this sizes because years ago I created one that was tiny. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to I was going to do something big with it. And I didn't understand what pixelation meant. And, you know, it comes out all squarey and it looked like it was straight out of Minecraft, which kids these days would love. But I was sure. not so impressed with with my logo. You know, and I, and I redo a lot of logos from people that have had a logo then from someone where they did it in a tool like Photoshop, right, which is not a scalable tool as opposed to Illustrator. And so you really have to do it in a vector based program so that that logo can be scaled up to whatever size you want it to be. Yes. really super important you know i mean if you're creating something that is web only okay you know maybe if they're like no i don't really need that i don't ever want that but i just i just always tend to design an illustrator anyways i think it's just the better tool for the job especially for something like a logo oh yeah because you like you said that vector um for people who don't know what that is it's really mathematically it just has to do with how you can 
pull and shape an object versus make it because you can really get specific about how big and small absolutely yeah. a vector image basically is completely scalable a a bitmapped image or a raster image that, it, that is on something like the web is is made up of pixels yeah. and those pixels are a set size and so as soon as you blow it up that pixel is enlarging with the image and so it doesn't actually scale uh, if logos are done that way. So find someone who knows what they're doing and can get you a good vector-based logo. Yes, and I, I know people out there, you know, there's lots of inexpensive options with the, um, you there know, are. online websites. Um, again, we, you know, we are speaking professionally to professional businesses here and saying sometimes it's worth your money to get it right the first time. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I think so because, you know, kind of a, a reasonable amount of my business is, is redoing things for people, you know, who, who didn't get done right the first time. And so, you know, and, and that's understandable, right? You don't necessarily know what you don't know when you step out the gate on a business, right? And, you know, you know that you're a great baker, but you don't necessarily know how to do all of the various things that are accompanied that with a branding package. So yeah, it's a, it's a good thing that hopefully people will learn something and, and um, get some value out of this. Yeah, absolutely. I think the last question I kind of actually have is a little bit about colors. So mm -hmm. someone said to me, I didn't do it, they were a photographer and they were saying that colors can have psychological meanings. Is this like to an to a buyer? I would agree with that. Um, I think that probably that has a little bit more effect when you're painting a room than designing a logo. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, I mean, certainly we 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 can associate colors that are in the red spectrum, perhaps with anger or passion or aggression or something like that. Blue colors tend to be a little bit more tranquil, etc. Um, you know, certainly if you take something down the road of, you know, real pastel colors, it's going to also imply potentially a gender um, selection in you know what you're doing. And so certainly, yeah, you have to kind of pay attention to those colors and what you want them to be and make them appropriate for your business, mm -hmm. uh, you know? Yeah. And you know, some, some businesses will be, will be very muted colors and other businesses can be super, super bright, Yeah. you know? And, you know, the, the last thing I probably should talk to you about is, is the Nike logo. Let's talk about the Nike logo, right? Nike it's, logo. it's a swoop. There's no word Nike there. There's no nothing there, right? So I'll guarantee you that Nike didn't start out with their logo being just that swoop. It had Nike. It had probably the word shoes associated with it. It's just that they've become large enough now that they can literally reduce their logo down to this, what they call what they would call in graphic terms, a bug, mm -hmm. right? And so it's just this little tiny bug image of that Nike swoop. And everybody sees it. Most, most probably everyone knows what it means. Um, when they see it. And so you have to think about that because I've seen some logos from brand new businesses that are just some sort of a graphical object mm -hmm. with no text available. And it's like, I have no idea what this company is. I have no idea what they do um, from this. And so when you're just starting out, um, be a little bit more descriptive with the understanding that as your business grows, you might be able to make things a little simpler. Do a redesign on your logo to fit something like that sort of a concept, but don't try to go so avant-garde out of the gate mm -hmm. that, you know, you sort of shoot yourself in the foot by creating something that, that no one has any idea what you are, who you, who you are, what you do. 
Yeah, it's it's great to aspire to be Nike. That's it good is. for business planning. Just make sure your logo says, "I'm a baker," and this is what I bake. And that yeah, that this symbol means <laughs> I'm a baker. Like <laughs> not, you're not Nike yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, fantastic. Exactly. Well, that's wonderful advice. Thank you so much for sharing all of that about branding with the members because it is important um, and increasingly so in our digital world where everything is just so visual in, in front of our audiences visually. Um, to get yes. So thank you for coming and joining us today and having a chat with me about branding. For our members out there who are watching live or on replay, if you're struggling with your own branding or with the digital strategy that you're trying to develop for your company, please connect with Sabine through Flow Working on the expert page um, and you know grab some time with her to really see if she can help you move your digital strategy and branding forward. And make sure also to our members that you join your next session and we will see Sabine next Monday afternoon. Uh, everybody have a great day. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. -bye.